in five, four, three, two, one, go. We are not catfishing cornbread. This, this is, is catfishing, catfishing cornbread. cornbread. Hello, everybody. Good day, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Catfish and Cornbread. Remember, we are not catfishing cornbread. <laughs> this is catfish. Dude, you're starting to do that thing where um, you're starting to do that thing where you know you don't want somebody to do something to you, so you say something so much about it. It's like when somebody gives you a nickname. Have you ever had that happen? You're like, no, that's not it, and then they just keep on playing it up. Yeah, we're gonna have to play I this down a little bit. It. Yeah, I know it. And I'll be catfish right, and cornbread, okay? Just leave Chevalier yes, alone. Please Y'all stop, stop. Me. <laughs> Who is catfish and who's cornbread? No, neither one of should us. We, should we? Would it help us out to take on those identities? No, because I don't want to be catfish. Can't be cornbread. Nobody wants to eat cornbread. Well, the thing about that it was is, like me, see, it yeah. Like so, you. what's like my, <laughs> so you'd have to be cornbread, There's, huh? You would have to be cornbread. That, see, I don't, I don't think I appreciate white jokes. I'm just being I'm honest not with you. No white jokes. That, no, that's I'm exactly just, what you're doing. I am just saying, <laughs> if your grandmother's cornbread comes out of the oven looking like me, okay, so that makes it a white joke. People <laughs> are probably not going to eat it. That's that's very true. I, I give you that. The the, the idea behind the concept. It's okay, a ginger touch. It's this little ginger. little little. Little ginger, um, cornbread, um, <laughs> a lot of a lot of ginger. So a lot there you of go. Clay is cornbread. No, clay is not. Well, the, the idea behind it was originally, all right. We wanted this, like we thought about, like a good southern plate of food. We wanted when you came here, when you left, to like be fulfilled, much like you were if you were eating just a down home, down south. Uh, you know, we thought we messed around with collard greens. We talked about all kind of different things like that. So that was the idea. So when we come here, we hope you leave as if you've had a ate a plate full of southern fried catfish and cornbread and collard greens and mac and cheese, sweet tea. You don't like collard greens? I, I love collard greens. It just that wasn't my analysis on that. But that's it wasn't my, your analysis no, on what? Of our name, catfish and cornbread. Oh, well, that, <laughs> well, what was your analysis? I think that I was under the perception that people eat both catfish and people eat cornbread, but they don't really eat them together. And it makes oh, sense that we are two Because we never talked about people. that. Yeah, you did say something um, about that last season. Yeah. And we and never so talked like, about that. I think that. people eat like catfish and hush puppies, which might be, obviously, could be Oh, that's right, because your buddy sent in that email last time. Yeah. I was like, so, yeah, okay. So uh, that's, that's where I was Well, that's real interesting, word. because we never did talk about that. We were coming with a name. We just said that, and you were like, yeah, this, I like this, and we both had our different take on it, which yeah. is another reason why your perception is right and mine is correct. See, people feel full, and they realize they can diverse when they come here. How about that? Yeah, they don't have much of a choice if they come listen to us. I know. So. You don't get much So thank you for listening Absolutely. and watching. We appreciate it. Absolutely. All right. So coming in, coming out of next week, man, uh, or last week, coming out of next week, what is going on? Um, coming out of last week, uh, YouTube, man, was awesome, I think. Uh, we actually ended up, I hadn't uh, I had, I had checked lately, uh, but in like the first few Days was what I was talking about. But we actually are at 93 views on YouTube right now. Oh, wow. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> so, um, and, and so YouTube gives you a bunch of metrics about all this different stuff, which is boring. But uh, just thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I can't tell you how thankful I am. We. Uh, yeah. Well, we are. I'm sorry. I don't normally speak for other people. But uh, I know everybody understands that Shavai is thankful too. Okay. So we are thankful. Do you want to speak for me? I do not. But, well, actually, let me recant here. Okay. <laughs> As it pertains to this podcast, yes. Okay. And, well, you tell everybody how thankful we are. As it pertains to expressing our gratitude, our Absolutely, gratitude yes. I'm not, to yeah. the viewers See, and listeners. See, this is the reason why we, we can't get anywhere. We are thankful for those of you who um, take time out of your day to listen to yeah. us discuss, discuss an array of topics so thank you and as always if you have any questions concerns or issues he's trying to run out of clock on me right now us, <laughs> you can email us at catfishingcornbread34 at, at gmail.com all right so we've well, got yeah did i cut you off no go ahead i'm okay. sorry so we've uh got two emails that i'm aware of we're gonna um, start with emails we're gonna jump in with emails today we don't have to but i think i think it would be great let's do um, it so one of the things that Clay and I converse about, um, I, would say, I guess I would say weekly, because we just talked about this yesterday as well, are topics. Like, what do we want to talk about? Light, heavy, 
obviously we want people to listen to us and we want you to enjoy the content that we're putting out. But it's also great to hear from our viewers. So, of course, if you all don't know this, I'm going to give them a shout out. And I probably, if you're watching this on YouTube, you will probably see me make a facial expression. And I'm just going to make that a disclaimer because I can't control my facial expressions. But Bradley uh, Mitchell is back in the fight, baby. (laughs) Welcome back, Brad. Is an avid listener. Uh, We appreciate him. But he... um, you're it doesn't not- matter what we're talking about. Bradley is always, and I do mean always, going to side with Clay. Hey, that's my white Clay, people corner right Clay there. Clay could be <laughs> as wrong as anything else in this world. No. Bradley is going to side with Clay. So I say that to say this. A, Bradley, thank you for sending us an email. B, I'm not going to sit here and read or discuss the summary of what your email was about. It was just simply praising Clay for... listen. His stance. Let's on, not uh, let's not discriminate against Brad because he, he associate he you know he agrees with me. Well, I didn't discriminate. I did give a brief summary after I said I wouldn't. So oh, I got you. there you go. And You're you said welcome. some very mean things off You're camera. Right. I'm not going to repeat. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, <laughs> Bradley, but uh, that's not true. Yeah, no, it's not uh, true, Brad. We um we appreciate that. I mean, uh, tremendously. Uh, again, you talking about 93 views, 95 views uh, on YouTube. I never thought we would. Like I said, when we started this, we were goofing around. It's like something we were going to do and see, put it out there and see if anybody listened to it. So um, we got another 25 on Anchor, too. So we're over 100 for this podcast, I which is, that. yeah, which is like uh, last last season. That's about where we were at. Um, so, you know, it's getting a little getting a little momentum. We can, we can hopefully keep pushing. Uh, but, Brad, thanks for uh, emailing. I don't know why it upsets you so bad that he agrees with me. Because last week you said me and you agree on about 90% well, of things. Well, I'll tell you why it upsets me. Because I think that sometimes he just loves to argue and he wants to have a debate when really probably deep down inside, he can understand where I'm coming from. I think- but because it's me, don't shake your head, but because it's me, he chooses to disagree. And that gets under my skin. Not that that's a hard thing to do with me. If you know me, like I, I am easily bothered by things when people aren't able to understand logic. And so not that Bradley doesn't understand things that are logical. See, he just chooses to agree with you in spite of I'm not illogical, Coach though, Brown. Right? Sometimes you could be irrational. I don't – I don't. okay. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll just, but what I'm saying is, is I think you don't like it that deep down you want him to agree with you and he don't. No, I want him to listen with the intent of understanding, not to listen because he wants to say he agrees with Clay. And this episode is definitely not about Bradley's, and he's probably going to be smiling from ear to ear well, at not, the fact that we are giving him this no, much I love air it. time. Well, Bradley's just a representation of all the people who agree with me. You think it's just me and Bradley, huh? Is that what you think? Can you hit is that what you? <laughs> I got a feeling. Bad feeling yeah. about this. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm just saying. Like it's, it's so. Uh, anyway, it's all good. I'm. Mean, I'm just. I, I don't know. Um, I, I. I definitely understand because if Bradley's wired anything like me, I was the kid who like tried to get the teacher, you know, upset. And I think that's what you're saying. You're like he just. Yes. He just. Enjoy, he, he enjoys picking at a wound to see how far he can get he, before it bleeds. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't so, even know yeah. if he cares if it bleeds. Well, that's what I was going to say. So so I admire that. That means that just means he's a creative individual. He's a he's a he's a you know, he's a wonderful soul. And we're not you He know, is a wonderful soul. Bradley's a great friend. Bradley, and, and I've never even met him, okay? Well, you know what? Y'all should have a meet and greet at Walmart or Target. Or actually, you know what? <laughs> in all honesty, what? and I listen. Is, why at Walmart or Target? <laughs> I changed my mind when I said that. So Bradley, he hasn't been over my house in a while, but he comes over from time to time, and he knows this about me. Uh, I am not someone who grew up around guns. Uh, Oh, yeah. I'm not comfortable uh, around guns. So Bradley actually has come over to my house. Um, He has a CWP, so he he came over with a couple of different guns just because he wanted me to be comfortable around him. And I am comfortable around him and his knowledge of – guns whether it's a shotgun or a pistol whatever i know from a safety standpoint that um everything's all good yeah yeah. and so we actually good good for him uh so i am appreciative of that because i did you know i think one day he was at my house and he was just talking it's like i'm not saying that you can't take care of yourself but you really should probably consider um getting your um cwp it just would be something nice to have yeah and what i said to him was i i have considered it 
My fear is I just am not knowledgeable about gun safety uh-huh. because I didn't grow up around. Them. Yeah, no. And so he That's actually we went to some comic store, which is a different store because he's a loser. Uh, <laughs> not that if you listen or watch or read comics, you're a loser. But he's just, oh, don't try to don't try to punt now, buddy. <laughs> don't try to punt now. It's out there. It's on. It's, he, nevertheless, we went it's to on Academy. The World Wide Web. We went to Academy, uh-huh. and uh, I was like, why are we on Academy? He was like, I just want you to hold some guns. Uh, let's look at some bullets. I was like, I was very apprehensive about it. I was yeah. like, I don't know if I want to do that. It's like, should I? First of all, none of these guns are loaded. Yeah. Secondly, in order for you to be comfortable with things, you got to be around them. Yeah. So, like, we're we're not buying a gun today. I'm not buying a gun today. Yeah. Um, but I do want to expose you to it so that when we start talking about gun safety, if you trust me and we go shooting and things like that, You'll have some awareness of uh, how to properly, which brings use us to a YouTube or, idea, right? So yeah. we're gonna do. So we're gonna oh. we're gonna take Shavai out and shoot a gun, and uh, we're gonna film that and put it on YouTube. And I actually have shot a gun before, but I don't know if you, you know, shot some of the guns I got. Probably not, <laughs> um, and I probably just out of fear. I probably I don't know how. Yeah, well, that, and I, and that's a great point, and that's something that that I always. Um, I take a lot of pride in that's something we do around my household is once every year, my children are starting getting old enough where they can, um, you know, we, I did grow up around firearms. So I've always, I mean, I don't, I don't ever remember a time in my life where I didn't have, there wasn't a gun in the house that, that, that I didn't understand the purpose, you know, how to use it or anything like that. So I, I've, I've just always kind of done that. It's always come second nature to me and it's always amazed me. And when I worked at Academy, you know, I used to sell, um, I used to run the hunting and fishing park in Spartanburg and we'd sell tons of guns. Um, but it was always, you know, when you, you talk to different people and you get so many different perspectives. But I, I believe that is a very good thing. That's, that's a very good friend you have. Somebody who, you know, if, if you were in a fight for your life, you would want to use any tool that you could possibly right. have at your disposal. And that's the reason why I think that um, that's such a good deal. Um, the uh, the interesting thing, I'm sorry, I just got a text and I was checking it. And I seen you look at your phone too. But anyway, Bradley, thank you for listening. All right. Um, Moving forward, it sounds like we're about to get into another email, and I'm excited about this because one of the things me and Shavai has also stopped doing is we stopped doing like we don't really pre-plan too much. We just kind of come in here and let this thing happen. So um, I feel like he's holding the punch on me here. No, we do. Um, we don't plan. I mean, very little. Probably, yeah. yeah, we might just talk about like a topic or something we're going to talk about. But we but. do have another email um, from Carrie Hasselman. Uh, Carrie works at a school where I teach, and she loves podcasts. Actually, she showed me her phone of all the podcasts that she's listening to, so it's great that she's added Catfish and Cornbread to yes. her she's repertoire, out. if you will. So she sends an email that just says basically, you know, that she enjoys our chemistry uh, and thinks that uh, our podcast is great. She loves listening to it as she's walking down the halls. And oftentimes she catches herself smiling and laughing at the both of us, um, which I'm really sure she's laughing at you, but whatever. One of the things that she mentioned, Clay, maybe you want to respond to in our in season one, if you remember, we did an episode of where you and your family went to a church, a local church in Anderson, and the oh, yeah. minister was, early. was uh, a female. Yeah, they had a woman so, preacher, yeah. Her statement that she makes in the email says, Clay talks about going to church with a female minister. I have so many more questions for Clay, but I'll keep them to myself. Yeah. So I think that maybe you can like shed some light there well, because first, it's a new listener. Absolutely. First and foremost, Carrie, thank you so much for listening. I, again, I can't tell you. Uh, I think that people love to hear these conversations. That's the, one of the things that, that really drives what we do is us being able to have conversations where people have hard questions maybe about the way I think. Second of all, is I'm, I've tried to get, as I grow in my old age, I'm trying my best to not have an opinion about other people's opinion but i do understand that people are going to have an opinion about mine so when i when i clarify what i'm saying it's not in anything degrading to anybody else it's just i just i just want to state my point um yeah and, and let me say this if you got if you got a lot of questions send them in i'd love to answer them or whatever we can figure that out uh, i can respond via email um but i enjoy it i don't mind it the 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 idea uh, again and and i think i said it in the podcast if you want to go to a church with a woman preacher then by all means um you do that um I feel like that is based on what I read in scripture. That's not the proper role um, necessarily um, for. And I, and I kind of, after I, after I went after that thing, I kind of, you know, like, it's not like that. I mean, I think that the actual passage tells women to sit down and be quiet in a church, which I don't know that I, it's kind of odd. Cause I don't know. I necessarily agree with, uh, 
I mean, like, I don't think that that's exactly what's, what's, what we're getting at. I think the, the idea that I have a problem with is, is that a woman being in the, in the leadership role. And I don't think that that's unique to me. I don't think it's unique to a lot of women. Um, I think that, like, I, I mean, I've talked to people who, when they talk about a woman president, says that they don't think they want a woman president. And I have a daughter, so I'm not. And, and so when I have to explain these things, it's not like I don't understand the sensitivity of the issue. I, I want my daughter to understand that she has the capabilities to do and accomplish anything she wants to be. However, I do also want her to understand that there are certain places that God put us in this world that will make her that that. That, that, that are designed for her to be in. You know what I mean? Like, it's the, I just believe in that. I believe there's a design, like, there's a way um, I believe in, like, a nuclear family and a mom and a, and a father and, I, and all those type of things. And I think one of those things that's kind of uh, indicated to us through Scripture is that uh, a woman's place is not in the pulpit of a church leading a congregation. Now, if somebody disagrees with that, again, I'm not going to make a big, big stance on having an opinion about their opinion. I'm just telling you mine. Um, and so hopefully that's uh, no reason to uh, get too upset with me. Uh, if it is, like I said, that's okay. I understand that. I, I'm certainly no, no stranger to that type of conflict. So, um, but, but the big thing is thank you for listening. I can't tell you how much it thrills my soul that somebody's back listening to something we did at the beginning of our podcast because they've just found out about us or because they're listening to that. That makes me, you know, that, that, I, I, if you smile because of something we said, then that makes it worthwhile to me. So thank you so much. And don't hesitate to email those other questions in. What else is in there? There's got to be something uh, else, right? No, that was it. That's I think it. I think that she did reference like, does he eat shrimp? Because we were having this conversation face to face. Absolutely. And it's like, does he eat shrimp? And Absolutely, I, like, I eat shrimp. Yes, is what I think. The Bible, she says that the Bible says he's not supposed to do that. It does. So and I mean, if you, you want to get, to yeah, if you want to get into like New Testament versus Old Testament law, I, I, I understand that. The Apostle Paul is the one that said the part about. Um, what I, where I take, and, and again, I understand. If you said you did not eat shrimp because the Bible said, I would say, great. That's probably a good thing. Um, I, I think that, you know, I don't know. I, I wouldn't want to get too deep into, you know, the fulfillment of the law and all that type of stuff with Christ, but I would just say this. I don't think that, uh, I think the Sabbath was originally on Saturday. I think there's a lot of things that, and I think that's, you know, so I may get a little bashed for this, but I think that's one of the things about the Christian religion. I grew up in a church where they said God's always the same, he never changes. But I've seen nothing more adaptable to our culture than the Christian religion than anything in the world. Well, the Christian religion isn't God. I understand that, but 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 it's it should be a, you know, when you talk about what, it, you know you know what I'm talking about, like the, it should be a, reflection of god or the or what is it the bridegroom or the church our, our lives the church yes, yeah so that's what i'm saying so but like you, but but you see a there's a huge metamorphosis in what's allowed systematically through like christian religion what used to be allowed and what used to not be allowed and and, and women in the pulpit is one of them but there's a there's a litany of other things there's a whole bunch of other things so it's not like again i'm not i'm not trying to say our religion is god i'm not even a very religious person Somebody asked me the other day, said, are, said are, you, uh, are you, somebody asked me one time, they said, are you Christian? I said, well, I try to be like Christ, um, but I'm scared to death that that word has become synonymous with some religious phrase. And I really? don't, yeah, I don't want to be, I don't, like, I don't, I don't support, how would I say this? I probably agree with 98% of Southern Baptist views, but I don't support the idea of Southern Baptist. I don't like the bureaucracy of it. I don't think Christ came to establish a, 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 a committee. You know what I mean? So, do you, would you say that I don't want to say stuck? Do you find yourself questioning their religion over their relationship? Yeah, absolutely. Because like I, I think that there's there's a difference there. Because I would say, if someone asked me, and hopefully they know this by the fruit that I bear, I would say that I am a Christian. Obviously, no Christian is perfect, but I would equate that to my relationship and faith in Christ versus trying to establish. A religious practice that I yeah that my views align with does well, see, that make sense yeah but the, what what I've always worried about or what I've tried to become more in tune with is I used to would just say what I thought and I didn't care where it landed and I learned that I, a lot of people misinterpreted a lot of things that I say and so I, I started trying to worry about so what I'm concerned about when somebody asks me a question like that is not whether somebody associates me with Christ it's whether they associate me with that branch or that denomination does that make sense mm -hmm. like and that's what i don't like so and I, I think there's a pendulum out there that swings with everything uh, you see it in politics you see it in religion uh you, you, but like it's like okay we were overly legalistic for years and we bible beat people and we do this and the next thing you know everybody's wearing flip-flops and singing rock music and smoke machines in church and that's how the pendulum swings and i think there's just a place in there for some sort of moderation um that's like hey you know we can you know, we can have all this. But anyway, that's all my preference stuff. I don't, I would never, like, I would never go to somebody and say, you sit in a church where a woman preaches, you're wrong. 
I would just say, I'm not doing that. You know what I mean? So like, right. I, I'm, I'm not making, again, I'm not having an opinion on, on somebody else's opinion. Um, the, um, but it's, you know, I love that people listen to it. I, I, to be honest with you, I'm surprised that I didn't catch more flack for that. I thought that, 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 um, which makes me, which makes me think that really, you know, Clay, quit, quit thinking so high yourself. Nobody really cares what you think, but, but, uh, you know, like we had a bunch of people listen to that, 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 that episode actually was the first one that kicked us up. We got over like, I think we're over 200 listens on that one. And that was the first one that got to a hundred and it got to a hundred before all the others, if I'm not mistaken, like it shot up there because of what we were talking about. Um, and I thought that people would, so if there's something to be ad, uh, admired by miss, uh, Carrie, is that her name? Carrie? If there's mm-hmm. something to be admired by her, is that she will stand up and question, and I like that. Well, that's so. what I was going to say. I think that as people were listening, and I'm not just going to say as women were listening to that, I think as people were listening to our podcast on that particular episode, I'm sure people had thoughts and opinions and would have loved to share them. But I also would say that we live in a world where we tiptoe around the idea of being offensive so we just don't say anything. And so what I've always said is, I think we can speak on things. I think it's just more about our delivery of how we address them, um, which leads me to something that happened to me this morning, Clay, if you don't mind. Uh, for the first time, I've thought about this before, but for the first time, this like really happened. And I was... I've had this thought, like, how would I respond if someone were to ask me this question? I thought, you know, like, in my head, this is what I would say. But then you really don't know how you're going to respond to something until, like, it actually happens, Mm -hmm. right? So I was with my small group this morning um, eating at Corner Bagel. And a member of my small group, he said, Shabai, I need to ask you a a deep, loaded question. And I was like, okay, you don't really know where, like, this is going to go. You have no clue. And so I was like, all right. He's like, but you don't have to answer if you don't want to answer the question. I got a bad feeling about this. (laughs) And he said, he said to me, how do you feel as a black man in America? And I was like, oh, wait, this is really happening. Because I've thought about that question before, but no one has ever asked that question. So Um, hold on. Let me get this straight. We got to do better. You're at a small group. Uh-huh. Y'all are eating breakfast. Is that correct? Yes, we're eating breakfast. And you get smacked in the face on a Saturday morning with how do you feel as a black man in America? Mm-hmm. Okay. What? I want to hear what you got to say about this. Okay. I just like, to me, I just go, what? I, I think that he was coming from a good place. I mean, he, he I, is... A, this isn't important to me, but I think it's important to the to the context of the store of yeah. the story I'm about to tell. All of my small group members are white men, um, and I would say this particular white man is extremely conservative uh, in his political views and yeah. how, just how he raises his family and in his own worldviews in itself. So I think it took a lot of courage for him. So you're to, happy that he did this? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm happy in the sense of. I think that these type of conversations are important to have with people you genuinely care about. I don't need you to ask me that because I think that you know me well enough to know how I feel about things. And well, if you did it. And who we got to ride on. Let's go find them if we need to. You right. know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I'm not like, but that's my point is like, it almost seems to me, and this is where I come from. I'm, I, and and I'm, I'm, if you're happy, I'm, let me tell you, I want to cut a backflip off this table, but um, I just don't understand why people like, if I were to walk up to somebody, this is what I think, okay? So, and hopefully this guy listens to the podcast and maybe he can come in or he, he can get mad at me or whatever. But if I walk up to somebody and I say, how do you feel about your life in America? That's condescending in nature to me. Like when, like, like I kind of, I had a guy do that to me one time. He walked up and he said, you know, I want you to know I'm proud of you. And it, like I didn't, I knew the dude. I mean, we went to school together, but I didn't know. I was like, you're proud of me. Like it took me back. And maybe that's like some kind of complex I have, but like, I just worry about that. I'm like, dude, what, first of all, what does that make sense to you? It does. I think when people say that, I, I say that to people that I maybe haven't seen in a while, and they, I'm going to, this is cliche of me to say, but I feel like they've made it 
to whatever that means in terms of like living a successful you say life. that to somebody that you consider your peer or somebody you're equal or do you say it to somebody like because we're a little bit different we have mentors we look and that's what i'm saying I, that feels like a statement i'd say to a young man who's okay. coached football you know yeah it's like dude yes. what the hell what the heck i'm gonna, I'm gonna quit using foul language but what the heck i mean i don't why do you feel the need to come tell me you're proud of me? Like it, it, it makes well, me wonder. Like, are you looking down at some kind of pedestal on me? And that's what that's what I don't like. I'm like, well, why maybe somebody- he felt like, and I, and this is just me, like maybe reaching for the stars here. Yeah, maybe he felt like you weren't dealt the best cards in life, and that you had an opportunity to go left or right or take the road less travel. Yeah, like there are so many different situations there. So maybe he felt like, you know what? Clay, even though he wasn't born or raised with a silver spoon in his mouth, like he's done very well for himself from working hard, going through college, has a wonderful family. They seem to be doing fairly well. You know, like, so yeah. in that sense, like well, I can me, understand yeah. saying, let me say this, and then I'm proud I'm, of Here you. I am monopolizing your conversation, but um, here, here's, here's what I'm saying. Relationship-wise, if somebody came to me and said they was proud of me, there's a few people in this world, I'd go, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. I think from his position, the guy that I'm telling about in my situation, from his position, was trying to do that exact same thing, exactly what you're talking about. But I think when you don't have that relationship, it can come off condescending. So maybe that's what I should okay. say about your guys. If you if your guys got that relationship with you, and that's cool, that's great. But it just worries me because there's so many people catering to the idea of Oh my God! You know what? And I, and to me, that's 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 degrading. You know what I mean? It's like almost degrading to treat people as if. It's like, what do you uh, like? I would respond. Like, I would think I, my response to that question would be like, "What are you? What are you talking?" About? I mean, I get up, I put my pants on every day. What do you want from me? You know, like, oh, I, I, right. I got to. Well, you know, I mean, it's like, and that's what I don't understand. So, and I feel like there's a big push right now among white people, all right, yeah, to overly compensate and be like, huh, huh, huh. you know, it's like, and, and like the people that I hang around with or the people that I know or my friends that are not white, none of them like they don't look at the world that way. You know what I mean? It's not the way. It's like. They don't view the world through the same lens that you do, so they don't, you know what I mean? And that's what I'm saying. So maybe I'm being over a judgmental on this guy's comment. I, I, don't, I don't mean yeah, to do that. I, but. I, I would, here's what I would say to that. I, I think there's some truth to what you said, that people are probably trying to overcompensate mm-hmm. just because of the, the nature of our society and America right now in terms of the division mm-hmm. as it pertains to race. On the contrary, I do think that there are white people who, like, truly – want to understand so they ask questions and so i think in this particular case yeah for I me guess. i mean i don't know and my small group like he just yeah. really wanted to know anyway i'm sure um, the guy's a great guy i yeah, didn't mean to come off like i was attacking no, him i'm uh-uh. just saying I, it just seems condescending to me for you to be sitting there and eating your bagel it's like dude can i get through my bagel and my coffee first like before we start solving the world's <laughs> racial problems i mean geez louise and that's just the way i look at it so maybe he needs to come on here because we can solve them here on catfish and cornbread hey and you he should probably, email he should email in at catfish and quarter, I can't do it. You go catfish and cornbread thirty four at gmail.com. gmail.com. That's what he should do, and then we can tell we can have him on, and we can solve all these problems he's looking to solve. Anyway, so, my apologies. He'll be great. No, so he asked okay. you. He asked so he you. asked me the question: um, What it's like being a black man in America? And so, you know, like I said, I played this in my mind while I'm driving down the road all the time. Like what I would say if, and a part of me is just like, cause I am an emotional person. So a part of me like, I would tell them, blah, blah, you know, hold on, please tell me you shut your eyes. You held both hands up and you said, I have a dream. <laughs> please tell me you did. Please tell me you did. You shut your eye right there in the middle of quarter bangle, just like this. And you said, I have a dream. Clay. Dude. I did not. That would have killed. And you're <laughs> killing the sentiment of this conversation. My bad. My bad. I'm going to put my mic away. your corny jokes here. So what I said to him was this. There is a part of me that when I walk out of my house, uh, that I am fearful uh, for my life. And that's, that is my reality. And I told him, I said, it doesn't make me feel good to say that. Um, because I don't want to feel that way. I don't want anyone to feel that way. But if you want me to answer that question honestly, that is my truth. I said, now, on the contrary, I also do find joy um, in being a black man, especially in my chosen career as an educator and a teacher, because the things that I do have control over, I think for the most part, I do them well. Even on my worst days, I feel like, 
my students and the people that I interact with on a daily basis understand that there's a lot of hope and joy and courage in the person that I am. And so I recognize that I'm, I'm living in a society and in, in a world and a nation where the media portrays an image of uh, racial issues or diversity as not being one um, uplifting to the American values, if you will. So that's where that fear comes from, which, you know, I don't want to tell someone they can never understand. There is a part of that. Maybe you, not you as Clay, but just you universally, maybe a white person wouldn't understand that. But I did appreciate the fact that he took the courage to even ask the question. So um, I would imagine that, and I didn't mean to cut you off if I did. I was trying to, I've learned that I try to do that too, hit them transitions where we don't have to pause. But um, I would imagine that it would be nice in these situations to know that people care. Um, absolutely. For anybody, for yeah. you know, whatever. Um, and, and, and then I think this is maybe my demented side or, you know, that, that, Did you that say dementia, demented, Oh, demented. you know, like oh. this is the side. It, it's also nice and comforting for me in some kind of strange way that know that people that don't, people don't care. You know what I mean? Like, it's like the world's still going to go on. Um, and so I don't know. When I when I think about that, I'm always concerned with motivations because this thing's turned into. Um, it's 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 not. Let me say this: You said you walked out of your house and you're scared. Uh, sometimes not not scared, but fearful of your life or things that happen. And 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 I think it takes some power to admit that. Um, it would be. Um, it would. I think it'd be foolish. To, I think the natural reaction, my natural reaction, not necessarily there because I've talked to you so much. Um, about things regarding this, but like with my natural reaction, with most people would want to try to convince you that you don't need to be fearful. And then I go, well, what does that mean? Cause I walk out of my, like when my children walk out of my house, like I'm fearful that something may happen to them. Um, now I'm not really a fearful person. Uh, so I would encourage you and say in that situation that I don't believe God's given us a spot, the spirit of fear, but a power of love and of a sound mind. And so that what I would encourage you not to be potentially fearful like that. But at the same time, it would be foolish not to acknowledge what you say. You know what I mean? Like right. not to acknowledge yeah. it and be like, oh, well, that sucks. And so like, um, so my, that's what, that's the way I, I feel like I would want to try to fix it. So well, I, I am we're going to go shoot a gun. We're going to yeah. teach you how to not. <laughs> I, I'm naturally, I tell people all the time that I try, I recognize that there are problems, but I try to come up with a solution. Like I, so what is, I'm what okay do you think the solution with, is to you? To the, to the problem that we indicate of you you feeling fearful because of, insert whatever reason. I think a, a, a great solution, I would say a huge, most impactful solution would be conversations. Um, conversations with people who are not like-minded. And I have a hard time believing that that could happen because people come in with their own agendas. And I say this a lot, that people listen with the intent to have a rebuttal and not with the intent to understand. And until we can get to that point, yeah. I think, you know, look, we we live in a sinful place. So to have this idea that things are going to be perfect, that in itself to me is dumb. Okay, We're not going to live a perfect life yeah. or in a perfect society. Yeah. However... I think that if people who have disagreements can sit down and have meaningful conversations, I think we can make progress or I think progression can take place in a more meaningful way. Yeah. So that's why I said I recognize that my friend in my small group is super, super conservative. And I recognize that it took a lot of courage for him to even ask me that. And so I'm, I'm appreciative of that Good. because I felt like, you know what? There is something that's taken place that has given him that spirit of power that you spoke of um, to even ask that question. Yeah. Because I do think a lot of people probably have that question. And so they just don't know how to say well, it he's probably, or how to yeah. ask. He's probably right. But I, I would I would go a step further and to say that there, the monolith of – there is no monolith of people. Um, so I would think that there would be a lot of people that would react – or there would be a – probably not a lot because I'm, I'm very unique – yeah, you're a but reader. there would be a group of people who would react to that question the way I reacted. There would be a group that reacted the way you reacted. And there would also be a 
plethora of other reactions to that question. So this guy obviously knew what he was doing because you were happy with the question. So he had that relationship. He felt like he could have it. Right. I think in my experience, and I can't, I can't, I can't say this any clearly. I'm not saying I'm an expert. I'm not saying I got more experience than others. I'm not saying I got less experience than others. I'm just saying in my experience, what I've experienced is most people want to be treated like people. All right. And that's, that's insert, um, racial group in the box before you say people, they want to be treated like people. And, and I've, I've, I've learned that, that that's what people want. Um, and so it just, it makes me nervous because I wouldn't go up to a random person asking that question, but uh, good for this guy. Cause he did. Yeah, cause yeah, we had I, the conversations. That, and you're right. People yeah. want to be treated like people. Yeah. And I'll, I'll tell you yesterday I went to the, um, I'm going to go again tonight or this afternoon, rather I went to the women's sec, uh, tournament that's in Greenville. And uh, they were showing a um, a video from both schools, so Ole Miss and Tennessee, because that was the game that this video was being played at halftime. And Ole Miss did a video that talked about racial equality and what they've done, or you know who they are as a team and their community and their institution and what they stand for. And then Tennessee turned around and they. Did one, and you see this throughout college athletics, you know. They oh, it's this, hot right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so I remember, like, these videos were like, for me, they were powerful. Mm-hmm. Like, they were just, they both, both institutions were very creative, different style of messages. But at the end of the day, it came with like unity, like, yeah, mm-hmm. let's unite. And so I remember, and it just goes to like show our human nature. As these videos were coming to an end, like, I'm fired up. Like, I'm just like, yes, this is the king's dream Yeah, to just unite all of us yeah. together. And when it was over, I looked around, and from where I was sitting, because I obviously can't see everyone in the whole Bon Secours arena. Um, so in my section where I was sitting, and it's just me and the things that I noticed, like, the only people who were clapping were people of color, yeah. not just black people. Oh, like, I wouldn't doubt that there, at all. There yeah. were Hispanic people, Latino people, yeah. Asian, you know, and there were there probably three white Karens there somewhere too, clapping probably, pretty hard. Maybe, but behind me, there was this huge, I mean, in number, not size, a white family. And they just, they were not clapping. Didn't like it. And that, that was my thought. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't like this video. And well, I thought to myself, well, Shavaye, hold on. Like, is that really a fair assessment that they didn't like the video because they didn't clap? Yeah. And I thought, well, I mean, no, it's not really fair, but Maybe they why would like you it. not like this video? Well, I'm going to tell know? you why. I can tell you why they wouldn't like it. I can tell you why I wouldn't like it, potentially. Not that I don't like it, but I can know. And and the argument starts. This is what I, this is when we talked about white privilege last last uh, last. Uh, season and I'm sure that'll come up again but when the argument starts that you're part of the problem because of the pigment of your skin then people genuinely reject the argument it's the exact same argument that was it's the reverse of the argument does that make sense like if you see I seen a scale chart the other day I was watching something it was actually on HBO I like to watch Bill Maher now Bill Maher is a raging uh, liberal okay and he doesn't scare me at all. He he doesn't he doesn't hold the same views on God, but he is a classic liberal. And this is the hardest thing I've got had to understand is, and people, if you say it around here, it's like I got a lot of classic liberal tendencies. Like I believe people ought to be able to say what they want to say. You know what I mean? Or be able to speak how they want to speak. I don't believe in violating codes or whatever. People get to say whatever it is they want to say as long as they're not inciting violence. And 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 that's good. And that's a classical liberal principle. All right. So um, to all my right-wing conservative people who classify themselves as Republican, conservative, libertarian, that is a liberal principle on the scale of a political ideology. So you need to understand that. Um, but anyway, he had Megyn Kelly on, and she had decided to take her children out of public school. Or no, I'm sorry, out of private school in New York. And the reason why is her eight-year-old kid, and y- y'all can see the clip if you don't mind watching this on YouTube, or I might link it or something, but on the... The, the scale, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll cut the, we can edit now. I'll cut the scale in there and put it in to the, to the podcast. But the scale was either like on this side, you're a white traitor 
or on this side, you're a white supremacist. And so... At the institution, like this private school? They're teaching these kids that you're either a traitor or you're a supremacist. And the scale goes like, like traitor. I can't remember all. You have, yeah, y'all can see the, y'all see the clip. But I look Do they at, name the school? The uh, well, I mean, it was Megan Kelly from Fox News, multi-million dollar news right, anchor. I mean, so it's probably like some high end something. And she went as far to say on the, in an interview that she couldn't find a school in the area that was not teaching this. They had kindergartners in a school in New York write a letter to the Cleveland Indians baseball team talking about how they were offended by their mascot. And so she had. She said, "Look, we had to choose to take our kids out of the school system and start educating them ourselves." And 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 it's like. Guys, can we teach them how to spell Cleveland? That was actually what she said. Can we teach them how to spell Cleveland before uh, we have them writing letters and activating them? And so that's what I'm saying. So I think that, that, that on behalf of a lot of white people out there, <laughs> they look at the situation and they say, well, when this conversation starts, and it's kind of what I pointed to last year, when it starts with I have no other means um, as a person than to either be a traitor or a supremacist, when that's the scale that I've got to play with, it's like, well, I'm not playing ball. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not getting that court. And that's, that's the reason why I think the conversations that we have are so important is because when that pendulum swings, we've got to be careful. It's fine to overswing it a little bit and understand and define it. But we don't want to make the same mistakes in the other direction. You know what I mean? Like, we don't want to do that. That's, I, I think you've seen that with uh, if you watch our political spectrum, you start with, like, uh, Bush Sr., Clinton, uh -huh. Bush, Bush Jr., um, Obama, you know, Trump, you see that thing start swinging out there. It's like everybody gets a little bit more because of that penalty. It's like, no, guys, we got to hit this thing in the middle at some point. We got to stop it. You know, we got to figure out what's right and kind of calm down with a little bit of stuff. And I think people, I mean, I can tell you just from the, you know, like, um, I think there's a lot of people out there that watch that stuff and are tired of seeing it. It's like, because they feel like that that's the arena they put in. They don't see Chevalier Brown. Now, don't misunderstand me. You know what I mean? Like, they, yeah. they don't see the, hey, man, this guy's excited because of unity. You know, they see, oh, my gosh, here's another group of people who think I believe this way. And it's the reason why I think there's something wrong with the groupthink idea. That's the reason why when I, every time I have a conversation, I mean, I'm talking with you, it's different. I talk with people with close friends, but if people start talking to me about the white community or the black community, I was like, I don't know who they are. I, I, know, I know some black people. Okay, and, and I, know, I know black people who have widely ranging views on politics, economics, social status, you know what I mean? So it's like, I know a bunch of people, I don't know, I don't know who was elected for their community, I don't know who stands out in front, you know, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how that, any of that works, and I, I make that a point, because I don't think, I think that's what happens when you start throwing everybody in groups, because you feel like you want to unite, and I bet you those people probably feel like they want to unite, but they feel like that you put them in a category and you feel like that they put you in a category by the way they react. And so it's like we don't ever get anywhere. It's like the same thing right. you're talking about with a mean, meaningful conversation. But I think that's why they look at it that way. Now, uh, I know I stand myself up to a lot of criticism and uh, for being willing to say that. But Yeah, I, I mean, that is that is one perspective for sure that I completely understand what you're saying. And I, I think that, you know, like when I was watching that and watching reactions – um, especially that particular group, I didn't feel that way. Oh, yeah. I, I felt like they don't care. Oh yeah, no, um, yeah, that's exactly. But right. not don't care because they want everyone to be yeah. just one race and like people are people. They, they I felt like they didn't care because. And let me be honest, that may be a hundred percent accurate. That yeah. may be, you know what and I mean? Like, like all those answers are feasible. You know, I don't, yeah. I'm not uncertain, but I'm just saying, I would imagine from what I hear, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? And so that's you know. That's how it made me feel, but nevertheless, it didn't take away the sentiments of the video for me. Like I, I, I think this is what I think. I think that to watch institutions take a stance of this nature as it pertains to unity, mm -hmm. I think it's powerful just from the fact of the multitude of people that it reaches. Yeah. So it doesn't even matter. I mean, it does matter to me personally where you stand, but as it pertains to you personally and the convictions that an individual may have, at least the exposure is there. Yeah. Because both videos, and I, and I remember Ole Miss specifically because their coach said this, she said on the video, what we want at Ole Miss is for you to get to know us. Exactly. You know, and I thought, and she didn't mean us as in my black no, team she players. Meant, yeah. She meant us as in their family, 
us as in the Ole Miss institution, the, us yeah. as in the community. Like, take the time to talk to us. Yes. yes, we are athletes. Yes, we are relentless. Yes, we are competitive. Yes, the majority of my team are black female yeah. basketball players. Yes, all those things are true. And even more so, what we want to be true is that before you recognize me as a basketball coach or my players as basketball players, get to know us as people. And that was the message, the underlying message for every last one of her staff members Absolutely. and players in the institution. And that to me is what was powerful. Yes. You know, that and is very powerful. And that's what I loved. And that's what about the, Yeah, the that's what I was saying. That, that, that's awesome. That that's the po- in my mind, that's the power of the individual collective. You know, the individual uh Saban says it best, I think, when he says you, you can't spell there's no I in team, but there's an I in win. You got to understand at some point that this is made up of individuals. That's where we're going. It's not a group thinking, and 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 the individuals make the team, not the other way around. You know what I mean? And I think that, I, I, like I said, it, talking to you has 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 changed my sight on a lot of things. That I, I I would say every normally preconceived notions about the way people think are when they're wrong, they're the worst kind of wrong. Does that make sense? Like, uh-huh. you know, when you don't hit it right, when you don't get it right, like you may, you may be right. You may have a preconceived notion about uh, a whole group of people. And then, but when you hit it wrong, you hit it way wrong. And it's like, um, and so, um, and I've told you, and, and, and to think that we don't have preconceived notions, I was thinking about in my comedy thing, like, I think there's a, I think there's a, uh, there's a section in there for like talking about everybody's little bit of racism. Um, and I know that's like scary to touch on, but it's like everybody in their mind has some kind of preconceived notion about other people because that's as people, we have to visually see things and, and draw from our past experiences. Right. Yeah. Because I think that white people, I think, and I recently learned that this isn't true, but I, I, you couldn't, I would argue with you until I was purple in the face that all white people knew and ate congeal salad. Did you see, yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like, and it's like it's like these little bits of things. And like, I don't think that's racist, but I think people would turn it into something yeah. like that. So, like, I think there's something hilarious about like every group of of. It's like, well, I told you, I was a, uh, I, I was. <laughs> this is horrible. I was at a, I was down getting a, uh, getting something at the down in the lobby of a hotel, uh, and I was ordering like a sandwich or something from the bar there, and a guy walked up, the Asian guy walked up with a little dog. And my first thing was why, my first oh my, God. my first thought Stop. was why did he bring lunch? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but there's always little. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, there's always like little bits of things. Now I know that guy doesn't eat a dog. I mean, you know my. You know what I mean? You see what I'm saying? Like, but, but it's like there's always these little things that people these preconceived notions they have, and what's awesome about them is how funny they are, and then what's also tragic about them is how offended some people may get because somebody makes that little joke you know what i mean or whatever so i don't know you know we've we've uh we've addressed it but i like i like unity i don't like having to pick between being a white traitor or whatever and uh white supremacist and so i think that framework is the reason why a lot of people are revolted revolt is not the right word but they're, they're put off you know when they see it right away it's like oh god here we go with this again you know what I mean? And I think, uh, you know, that's fine. That's fine that people feel that way too. You know what I mean? Maybe they need to feel that way for a little bit and get a get a taste of it. Yeah, it was, I mean, at the end of the day, I appreciated the sentiments of the video. Yeah, good. I can look past a group of people that I don't even know. I mean, I, I'm going back today. Um, I may or may not see them. Hey, and it's and maybe, okay. Maybe like, on, it was, a, it was, was it a mom and dad? It was mom, dad, sister, brother, cousins, aunt, uncles. So I mean, I, it was, here's what's happened. Okay, was, let's, let's figure this out. We can solve this. Great. We're going to solve racism right now. Here's what happened. Okay, We're on the way solve in, solve racism right now. Well, from this for this instance. Okay. All right. What happened is on the way in, the dad was like pissed because he had to buy all these tickets because probably like his brother-in-law forgot his wallet. You got me. So they're in. His brother-in-law forgot his wallet. He's having to pay all this money for these tickets. He's pissed. They have words. The two sisters are upset. So now they're all like mad that they're at this basketball game and they can't have a good time because he didn't bring his wallet. He's pissed because he had to pay the extra money. You understand what I'm saying? So that's really what it was about. And it had nothing to do with the video. They were just up there just acting mad at each other. 
the whole time. And, and like, so, and so like on the ride home, I bet you the woman was like, you guys didn't even clap for the Unite video because you're so mad at each other, you know, and no, no. I mean, how do you know that's not exactly true? How do you know I just didn't hit it dead on the head with that? That scenario? is a nice try and I appreciate your effort, but I'm just going to simply say no. Well, not at all. I was just trying to make it not right. But you can you give know. us your thoughts by emailing us at catfishingcornbread34 at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Um, so that was that was uh, my Friday and Saturday. Good. At least. Well, yeah. Today is Saturday morning. Today Saturday yeah. morning, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's been, it's been interesting, an interesting week, to say the least. Good. Oh, I don't know if you know this. You probably don't know this. And that's me throwing a little bit of shade Maybe a small jab. Hold on, I need to get my sunglasses. But, I don't have them up here. Okay. Um, it is Women's History Month. Oh, of course I don't know that. So Actually, um, no, I did know it. I did know it because uh, I went, to put, some, I went okay, to put something in my it. calendar. I went to put something in my calendar, and it said Women's History Month, and I was like, we're just handing these things out now. What, do you want a Clay History Month? Do what? Do you want a Clay History Month? Uh, no. Oh. Okay. I think the answer is no History Month. I think the answer is, like, that's an acknowledging history as it is as it's written but i understand now let me say this please all right i do understand the need for black history month because i think there's a lot of things that were inherently black written out of our history um so i, I wouldn't want to like, like i get the black history month everybody always says that. it's like guys you know it's like well you know you hear you hear all the stuff like well there's no way you know you can't anyway I think when you when something's been written out of history right back in now, I, I think there probably needs to be a time where it stops. <laughs> I don't know if anybody agree with that uh, or not, but like when like Bradley would probably agree with. Well, you. I think I, one of my basketball, yeah, my volleyball players had a shirt that said uh, "Black History." Period. Have you seen it? Yeah, uh, I have lots of black history shirts. When I looked at that, I said, "Well, first of all, I was like, why is there a T at the end of it?" And I asked her, and she did the same. I was like, oh, that's just the way people normally talk to me. Like, I didn't read it. I was just thinking, like, that's the way you'd read period with an emphasis. But she, and I got to thinking, I said, well, yeah, I think I agree with that. Like, not that it's not over any, but, like, it's shouldn't be relegated to a month. It should hold its proper place in the historical context of American society. And we shouldn't run from it. We shouldn't hide from it. You need to talk about uh, the you know the the six hundred thousand people marching on the Capitol in the in the Klan outfits as part of it as much as you need to talk about Malcolm X, Martin Luther King Jr. You know what I mean? Um, you know slavery, all that stuff because that that is an integral part of our past and it needs and it, and it actually established. Like I'm starting to come to the conclusion of how much it actually established and influences our culture as American. You know what I mean? Sure. And I think to separate that out is just totally f- foolish. Mm, unwise maybe not foolish but not wise not wise to separate that out like not to ignore it no we don't ignore it we don't we don't make it anything other than exactly what it is um and so i think that's important so um that and so anyway but women's history month geez louise what's gonna be next (laughs) what's gonna be next i don't know well it's something it's going to be them, they, Z's, or History you, you Month. You think they're going to be a transgender it, it, history month? There's going to have to be. They already got Don't they, they already got a gay month. Yeah, yeah, they got a gay doesn't month. Doesn't that fall under? Bill Burr did a whole bit about it on Saturday Night Live oh, where he got go, killed. Y'all. Where he talked about how does how does the gay people get the month of June and, and they've never been enslaved and the black people get February? He's like, the, the, he's like the, the, when I say gay, whatever, all them alphabet letters, okay? They get the month of June and it's like... Um, the sun shining. There's 30 days or 31 days or how many ever days, and then you know February is dark and 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 dark half the time and it's cold. <laughs> He's like he didn't think that was right, and you obviously don't think that's funny. So okie dokie, moving on. <laughs> you didn't see that? I know I did. Oh, it's hilarious. But anyway, so what 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 do we need to celebrate for Women's History Month? What do we need to talk about Women, here? Women, woman, month. whatever. Well, I think the first thing that comes to my mind for me would be uh, Vice President. Um, we can ce- definitely can celebrate that. Kamala Harris. Absolutely. Uh, I, 
I mean, there are so many things. The next month about. we not have to celebrate. Uh, it. That's what I get. I hate well, when you no, no, no. This so stuff. it's not. It's not that you don't celebrate the next month. I think it's just it's a point of emphasis for this month. Okay. Does that make sense? Well, shout out to Kamala Harris um, for being the first ever woman vice president. That is a big deal. Yes. I know a lot of people around here, especially, are you know, but. It's amazing to me how people get to the highest office in the land and how stupid they are when they get there. I never, I, that, I, that never ceases to amaze me. There's this woman has politically navigated the landscape. She's, she survived wherever she came from, high school, college, law school, um, politically maneuvering as a senator. Where was she at? Where was she at, senator? Con, mm-hmm. Where at? I don't remember. Anyway, wherever she's at, she she ran a campaign, got elected as a senator of that place, and politically navigated herself into the second highest office in the land. She must be stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that must be it. You know, and the same thing with Donald Trump or George Bush. Every, every one of them, Obama, uh, President Obama, every one of them when Bill they get Clinton. up there. Yeah, everybody when they get there, they're like oh, they're idiots. I'm like, guys, they're not. They're very smart. Bush was Bush was labeled as the dumbest president ever. He's the only president would. Two Ivy League degrees. He has a degree from Harvard and Yale. Yeah, but who put that label on him? Who put that label on him? Yeah, his his his. his I would say that his. Uh, I wanted to use the word enemy, but that's not what I want to use. His adversarial group, like the same thing with Obama. I mean, people treated Obama that way. Like the Republicans did that to him. I would say right, and then and then I would say the Democrats did it to Bush. Now, Bush did get up there and talk about, uh, what was the word he used? Um, he said, tourist. You know, he talked he taught real country, which I can't make fun well, of. Well, he's from Texas, right? And then he said, uh, it was some word. I can't remember what it is. Oh, it's going to drive me crazy now. Um, well, that happens every day. Oh, I know, you know yeah. But, but anyway, he didn't help his case, though. They're we like, sure. you're dummy. And he, you know, he, says, he says something like that or whatever. But anyway. No but maybe they're, they're some of the smartest people. But yes, we can definitely there. celebrate if we want to celebrate. I'm I'm off. I like parties. We'll throw a Kamala Harris party, or just a Women's History party. How about this? I don't know what women's. I, this listen, is what I'm I know that's why I'm asking you to listen. How about this to our listeners and viewers? If there is a lady in your life that you would like to honor and celebrate for Women's History Month. Send us an email, oh, yeah. and we will give we'll them a shout-out. Yeah. We'll read it. You give us just a brief description of no, about why see, you want to celebrate them, and then we'll read it. No, why is there anything wrong with it? There's nothing, but this okay. is what I'm saying. that There is a lost in translation there. That doesn't mean we need a Women's History Month. It means we need to celebrate the women in our lives more. Yeah. We'll that's just what I'm saying. So that's fine, and that's fine. But I'm just saying, like, I don't. I just I agree with that wholeheartedly. I mean, like, you know, I, I don't. I think the only reason why I survive is because of great women who took care of me, my mother, my wife. Okay, and I, that's otherwise I'd probably be in a ditch somewhere. You know, um, so like I get it, but it's like I, I don't think that. I don't know. I just don't think that that's. Now, all of a sudden, every woman everywhere needs to be celebrated. There's no women anywhere. Let's, let's ask that question. Is there any women, any women anywhere that don't need to be celebrated? Yes. Okay. All right. You got me? So that's what I hate with the blanket statements. I, listen. Here. And it's your fault because you created it and you did it send all. And I'm tired of it, Shemaine! Send an email. <laughs> If you have a lady in your life that you would like for us to celebrate, that would be a great gesture and honor. And we can we'll read and it on we air. We'll read it on air. Well, now make sure you're pithy. And uh, hey, how about that for SAT word of the day? Yeah, how do you spell that? P i t h y. And speaking of spelling bee, did you hear? Have you heard about the Wild Children? Uh, I know that Kylie won her school spelling bee, not just her class, but school. she wore her class in her school, and she and she got a. Uh, and it's a great story. I hope she don't mind me sharing. She does. Uh, I'll um, but anyway, so she goes and like the way they do it is they have a district wide one, and so she's up against a, a young man who uh, seems very intelligent and is in the eighth grade, and so Kylie's in the fifth, and so Kylie's uh, and I love. Let me tell you something. I can't tell you how much because like I was always smart, but I was super duper lazy in the classroom. Like I was always in the gifted and talented programs. I was always the kid that dropped out of the gifted and talented programs because he didn't want to do the work. Okay, that was me. All right. And so, I mean, all the way through my high school, my college career, like my, my professors would be like, you know, you probably can make straight A's if you'd apply yourself. And I would go, there's no doubt I can make straight A's. I just don't want to do it. I don't want to put, to put in that much. The cost benefit ratio. But anyway, so now like 
Kylie is the wiles that has the work ethic of her mama um, and probably the brains of her mama too, but the brains of her daddy a little bit, you know what I mean? So, so Kylie's kind of like in my mind, when it comes to all that stuff, the academic stuff, man, she's awesome. And so I just love it that there's a wiles from, you know, one of my children. Wise, wow. That's, that's, that's up there amongst, you know, just this, this winning yeah. the nerd games, you know what I mean? Like we all, we, we've always been competitive in the athletic arena, you know, the, the, or the, just in general, the jock, the jock games. We're always in the, in that fight, but now we're in, we're in like the, the we academia, can compete. Yeah. yeah. So we're in there and listen, I'm sitting back. And so I'm sitting back in the back and, and first of all, there's something wrong with me. I'm a little bit too competitive because we're sitting there and, they're going down to the list, and Kyle, I, I feel like like every time I want to cheer like a fan. You know what I mean? Like we're at this, we're in the library, you know, and we're sitting there and we're coming. And, and, and the, the the school did a great job. It's one of the first events that they allowed actually some visitors coming oh, in, you know, because awesome. of COVID and all that stuff. So we got to get in. Parents got to get in. And so like every time, like I want to, you know, it's like you know I'm a football coach, you know. So like when the other kids are going, I'm over there going like defense, defense, and then they give them like the crappy, like you know, how do you spell shy? And I'm like, oh my gosh. How do you get shy? Why is that even? Yeah, you know, and exactly. like so, so I'm like pulling, and 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 what's they didn't get shy in the in the of defense course. of the people, but that's just the way I viewed it. So like I'm, I'm I'm like, okay, and so I get cracked up because I'm like I'm literally pulling against this little third grader. <laughs> I wanted to get like uh you know, like uh, epiphany, <laughs> and and like so anyway, so I, I I get cracked up, so you know I, I laugh, so I'm like I'm back there holding my head down, like biting my lip and and trying to keep from laughing. Um, and then Kylie gets the word au revoir. And she spelled it correctly. And I honestly thought that would be it. I thought they were going to drop the balloons down. That was like the grand finale. Where yeah. like, I was like, well, we had to win. Like, what, what's going on, guys? Give us our trophy. Um, but anyway, so she battled back and forth. And the way that works is you got to spell two words. You got to spell the you got to spell the court word correctly in the round that the other person loses. Right. And you have to spell another word to make it one round further. Right. So her and this dude are battling. I mean, it's like, it's like, um, I don't know if you've ever seen like Avengers when Thanos is battling, but this, this is what I picture in my mind with my daughter up there. I mean, Thanos, this is, the only Thanos I know, and this is a joke, but the only Thanos that just comes to the forefront of my brain is Gavin's dog. Oh, okay. <laughs> but Thanos, Thanos and the Avengers, he's like the bad guy and they're fighting. And like, so this is what I picture. Kylie's up there. She's spelling this word. And then like, she would stumble, but then Thanos, her adversary, he would stumble as well. So he wouldn't be able to win it. He wouldn't be able to deal. Well, anyway, the word, be the word becomes scabbard and the young man accidentally. And I, I I'm kind of happy. I, I'm not happy that this happened. I'm, I, I'm happy it ended up the way it did. Cause I didn't think this was very fair. The young man started spelling scabbard and he went C I'm sorry, S C A. And, and so he knew how to spell the word scabbard, but he, he, he technically faulted, you right. know, he, he stepped on the line while he was shooting a free throw. Okay. And so, um, he didn't get credit for the word. And then it's, it, this is what's great about it. It's like the next word is litany. Okay. Mm -hmm. Litany. And I can tell by the way Kylie looks. I was like, oh, she don't know that word. And so she spells it and she gets it wrong. And anyway, the other young man goes on to win. And so she finished second in the district one. Yeah, but um, that's that's incredible. But yo, I love it. But All here's the thing. Tip. Get this. As we're going home, I said, Kylie, I knew you didn't have a chance. Because in the South, we say litany. But that's yeah. not the way that word's spelled. It's spelled litany. L-I-T-A-N-Y. Yeah, litany. Yeah. All right, right. And so I don't know how it's pronounced, but I know how we pronounce it in the South. Well, litany. I got a whole litany of reasons, you know. And so I said, Kylie, she's like, what? I didn't I didn't know that word. And I was like, well, I knew it was going to be hard for you because of the accent. It's actually spelled litany. And she's like, the word's litany? <laughs> and I'm like, she's like, well, of course I don't know how to spell that. And so anyway, I think it was pronounced correctly. I, think, I don't think anything went wrong. I was just like, I knew when we got that word, I was like, oh, there's a curveball. When she didn't know the word, if she didn't knew the word, it wouldn't have been a problem. But she wasn't; uh, she didn't know the word, and so she tried to spell it out. Do they give them a, at the district level or school level? Do they give them a list of words that could potentially? Yeah, be? she had a list of like four thousand words. Yeah, that's what you know. What that's what disturbs me. You want to know when something? it's at the yeah. district or school level? I, why take the time to say here are a list of four thousand words that yeah. you could potentially receive? Now, if you're going for the national spelling bee, yeah. sure. Well, she's going, she gets to compete, so she's going to the regional, which is where uh, in at, the, at the Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte. Yep. When? 
Uh, sometime soon. I don't know. Yeah, talk to my scheduler, my wife. She, like I told you, I'd be in a ditch if it wasn't for her. So okay, well, I don't um, want you in a ditch. I'll talk um, to Amber. But anyway, so that was cool, and 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 I'm very happy that we're in the nerd games. Uh, I love to be in the nerd games. So, um, but yeah, we're excited um, about her and the word litany. Well, there you go. I love the. Uh, it's a great. It's a powerful woman in the making. Yeah, so wait, wait, should, yeah. I, that's how I'm gonna write. I'm gonna write a. I'm writing. I'm gonna email myself. Don't um, do that, please. That'd be a little cheesy. Someone else can do that. Yeah, it'll be extremely cheesy, and we wouldn't read it. You think I would get some people to do that? I would love to. You know, little one one sentence things about people that way they could tune in. I would love that. I yeah, that would be, be great. Awesome. So, if you're watching, listening, let's get that done. Um, and thank you for tuning in today. Are you ready to shut this, this thing down? Great. Yes. Um, <laughs> we're at 105. It's like, yes, as if I'm like super, super tired, but right. I'm not tired. Um, All righty. Well, we will shut it off. Realize, until, golly, we're already been going for an hour. Until next time, thank you for listening to Catfish and Cornbread. As always, if you have any questions, concerns, or issues, you can email us at catfishingcornbread34 at gmail.com. Or contact us at Twitter. Oh. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> hold on. Yeah, it says the person who's been working on these transitions. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Or contact us at Twitter at Fish and Bread Thirty Four. Fish and Bread. 34. Fish and Bread Thirty Four. All one word. Uh, all spelled out. All lowercase. Fish and Bread Thirty Four. We'll fish F I S H or P H I S H. I'm not a hippie. F I S H. Fish and Bread. Just asking. Fish and Bread. F I S H A N D B R E A D. Three, four. All right. Thank you. And I don't know how to use Twitter, so you're going to have to log on. I don't know. Well, out. then why would you say, okay, we need to go off air because why would you create a Twitter account and then say you don't know how to use Twitter? Why, would, why say, would I say that? Yeah. Because I created a Twitter account okay, and I don't, don't know how to use it. it. I, That's why I said it. Bless. Okay. <laughs> so right, like, hey, it's, it's like, but, but look, I shared it. We don't have... You, but I don't know what any of that means. That's the reason why I told you. You gotta listen. I do. I'm doing my part, Chevalier. I clap during the unit Unity you freaking are video. Okay, tweeting things out, and you don't have any followers, or no one follows us. We don't. Have oh, any okay. So I got to find followers. It probably would be a good idea. So how, where do we find followers? How do I? Oh, so they're going to, okay. Shut up. I just, I'm getting followers. I just told them. I just told them Fish and Bread 34. They're going to click. They're going to follow. People rally behind me. Bradley, I really need you to follow me on Twitter. I got to get at least one follow Bradley this week. Okay. probably doesn't even have a Twitter um, account, but Carrie, he'll get one. Carrie's probably got one. She probably she does. She can come on and tweet at us. She can tweet mm-hmm. questions at us. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of those folks. But anyway, so see, yeah, I'm, I, we're marketing here, man. All right. You got to so go. You got to walk. You got to go. You know, sometimes you got to crawl before you walk or And um, we'll be having to respond to you. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs>